Let's record. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Uh, I Welcome back to the lineup. I am Harrison. And I'm uh, David. And, uh, so today we're, today's episode is going to be uh, short, sweet, and simple. We're just going to discuss the trades the Yankees have made, along with some other trades from around the league, and how does it affect, obviously, the the ones Yankees did, how has how it helped or hurt them, and vice versa. And we're also going to touch on the Jets' uh, practices and training camp as it rolls along. So uh, let's start with the Yankee trades. Uh Anthony Rizzo, <laughs> he's been a godsend to the team. He's gotten a hit every, in every game he's played this year. First game, he played a bomb. Next game, he had a bomb. And since that trade, they have been one. They're five and one, I think, or six and one, something like that. I don't know when he got there. But what do you have? Dad. With regards to no, the Rizzo trade. I mean, dude, I love it. Um, yeah. I mean, he, I, th- I believe he's the first Yankee in history um, to, in his first six games, record an RBI, which is unreal. First of it all, is. to think that that is true. Secondly, the fact that it is true is an amazing benefit for us. So I'm definitely not going to complain. Um, you know, I knew we were getting a a relatively consistent player and more than anything, I knew we were getting a guy who was a good fielder and a good locker room guy. So I was happy about that. But in his first six games with the, with the Bronx bombers, his production has been insane, even for his standards, even the way he is known to play. This is, this is remarkable. You know, the kind of the, the expectations weren't this high. I can tell you this much, (laughs) No, but, uh, I am beyond beyond excited and impressed and uh obviously we hope it continues Mm -hmm. um i'm very happy based on the the current trend of the team they seem to have kind of a little bit more fire under their you know under their uh under their ass a little bit and um i won't necessarily give the credit to boone but i think i think bringing in you know a couple fresh new faces potentially you know, revitalize the clubhouse that, Oh, we're really not that far out of this thing. No, two out of the the wild card and and six out of the East. Yeah. I just looked at the standings uh, this morning and like, if they keep playing like this, they can pull it off. Like it's funny. uh, Last time we discussed this, like we were saying that the wild card was probably where they're aiming for. If, if at that point, yeah, it was if, but now since, they have picked it up. Uh, the division is still in in in, in their in, in in their grasp, but it's obviously you have to just win and just make sure you secure like a spot. Like you can't just say, "Oh, we're going to win the division because we're playing so hot," and then it just fades away. Right. Yeah. The other trade, the Yankees. The big one was for Joey Gallo, who has not been as hot as as opposed to Rizzo. But it's not like he – maybe he also needed to provide a spark for the team. 
so what's your uh, opinion on that trade? Uh, we had one of our coworkers at the Yard Goats has discussed both the Gallo and Rizzo trades with us, and he was excited about both of them. I mean, I like Gallo. I think he'll turn it on. Yeah. I think he needs a little bit of time. Um, he's at a ballpark that is going to favor his type of game, which is home runs. And as a lefty, um, that's what I think. That's another reason why Rizzo was. It's going to benefit Rizzo anyway, because like, he just all of his home runs that he's hit with the Yankees. I don't know how many he's hit, three or four have all been left. Have all been to a uh, right field, so he yeah. can pull that. Yeah, so. He hit, he hit two at Baltimore, and then he hit um, he hit one last night at home. So he has three in Baltimore. No, it was Miami. That, wherever that was, we were, wherever yeah. we were, they played Baltimore last night. So that's, that's what why that's why you said that. So two in Miami. Yeah, but and then one at home against Baltimore. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, he definitely has the power, man. These the, the the three home runs he's hit have been absolute shots. Yeah. So it's I mean the power's there. He can hit him. Yeah. So I think, I think, you know, plus he's a good lefty bat, which is what we desperately needed and wanted. And Gallo will turn it on. He's not going to be the get on base guy that Rizzo is, but he's definitely going to provide power. Yeah. And if we can get a couple of guys on in front of Gallo and he just decides to turn, you know, turn one loose, you know, that that's, that's three runs right there that, that we might not have had because, you know, yeah an unknown player decides to grind into a double play or, mm-hmm. um, or just strike out. Um, Cause that's one thing Gallo does. He does do a lot is he does strike out. However, in the past two games, he has drawn three walks. Yeah. So to say that even the, like the strikeouts suck, trust me. And I, I criticize Stan. I criticize judge. I criticize all the power hitters when they, when they go through slumps, especially when they get called out looking, there's nothing more frustrating than when a guy goes down looking, I'd rather you have the most embarrassing swing of your life trying to make contact than just staring at one. It just makes you look inept. Uh, it, it makes you look like you don't belong. And when you're one of the highest players paid players on the team and in across major league baseball, I stand there's no excuse why you shouldn't be swinging the bat. Yeah. Um, and, but sometimes we're going to yell at him in the same argument because we're like, what are you swinging at when he swings yeah. at a, uh, you know, ball nine, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, but you know, we gotta, we gotta learn to be patient with guys like that. Um, yeah. Especially guys that aren't on crazy insane contracts like him, um, mm-hmm. like Gallo Gallo will come into his own. He, he hit a, He hit a couple doubles in, t- in, uh, in Miami. He definitely has the power. He's just very streaky. Um, yeah. he kind of just needs to find his swing in Yankee stadium. And honestly, he's going to turn a few normally, you know, routine pop flies. They're going to find their way on the right day with the wind. They're going to find their way out. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't lose hope on him just yet. It's a little early, but I, I do uh-huh. overall like, the, I do like the, the value and the potential of, of him. Um, yeah. and overall size and power. And he's another left-handed bat. So yeah, now we can't say that we're heavily right-handed anymore. Even Wade has been getting slipped into the lineup. That's another lefty bat. Gardner's a lefty. Um, Hicks is, is not not Hicks uh, because he's out for the year. Who's the switch? It's one of the young kids. I forget who it was. One of the young guys. Not um. It wasn't Gittens. Well, was it someone get, who get, just got? Was it someone who just got sent down? I think it was. It wasn't Allen. No, it wasn't Allen. 
I know was one it, was of it them. Was it Lamar? I think it might have been Lamar. I know one of them was a switch. I a switch hitter. I don't know which one though. Huh. At least I think it was one of them. But uh, yeah. But now you have the diversity in the left and right bats because I remember I was listening to a game in I think May or June, and Michael K was talking about when uh, Gerard, not Gerardi, uh, Tory was a manager. He said the like the way the lineup was changed, but it was like Jeter, it was Paul O'Neill, Bernie Williams, those guys. It went like it was like a right bat, like righty, lefty, righty, lefty, righty, lefty, and switch hitters like in between. It's like that's a uh, like a, a lineup or a pitcher has like no like I'm not like they're not going to know how to deal with a lefty and then a righty and then back and forth all the time. Whereas opposed to a couple of weeks ago, it was all righties and maybe a lefty. Right. I, don't know. I understand. And I understand the game has changed since that, since from Tory being the manager to Boo now. But it is interesting how, like, how the Yankees kind of went away from that. Obviously, like, there's elements out of their control. That's why that happened. I have no proof of this i'm just i believe just most people are most baseball players are dominantly right-handed batters that's just my personal belief i have no evidence to prove that so but it's, it's great now that they have lefties there's uh a bit of uh difference in the lineup compared to since we started the year yeah no, definitely. Yeah. I mean, they're very much in it. They got a big series with uh, yeah. Seattle coming up. Yeah, that's a big one. And uh, I don't know where they stand, but they were. They're a game behind us in the wild card. They are. So okay. to, to, to separate ourselves from them would be great. Yeah. And also staying on the Yankees, uh, Luke Voigt is still doing rehab. It was he's interesting. Been, he's been crushing it, though. Yeah. Which is so interesting because when I when – I, heard about the trade for Rizzo, my initial reaction was, all right, that means Voight's gone. He isn't. He's still here. But then I saw an interesting, I think a, the lineup a couple of days ago, uh, Judge was the agent and Stan was in right field. Right. So my instinct now is like, it's going to be uh, Gallo, Judge, Stan, and some combination of the outfield. Rochelle, Torres, Lemayhu, uh, Rizzo in the infield, Sanchez behind the plate, and Void DHing, which would be an amazing lineup. Um, yes, it would. Yes, that mm-hmm. would be a lineup. Yeah, hundred um, percent. When you look at it on paper, we should be yeah on paper. We should, but be- obviously, like Stan's not going to be able to play the outfield. Not every, every night. No. Not every night. The Rizzo will want a day, need a day off too. Obviously, of Void can play first. Whenever, well, which is why I got pissed when we 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 should have kept um we should have we should have kept kept Allen up, man. I really liked him as a utility guy to come in and give a guy a night off. Yeah, um, who did? Uh, oh, well, they saw Garner now, so it's not like. Yeah, the, Garner is there simply because of the loyalty he has, and I say, you know what, this is I think that he is done after this year. Right. So I'll just like don't kind of make him the one that we're at the bench. Like he, like if you told, like he would probably do it to help the team, 
but also compared to Allen, Gardner's also a lefty. Where Allen, I think, is a righty. I don't think he's a lefty. Yeah. But but so, yeah. like it, when those trades were made, you knew people were going to be sent down. Obviously, Judge came back from uh, COVID. the COVID. And speaking of that, the COVID uh, bug hit the Yankees with, of course, the one pitcher we didn't want it to happen to. Yeah, he'll be all right. But then Gil comes up and p- pitches a gem. So a who, gem. Am I to judge? Who, who am I to judge? <laughs> judge, I see what you did there. That was no, no pun intended on that one. But, you get, but yeah, like I was like, ah, oh, crap. Like, like, like he calls out, and then here comes Gill, and right, like you said, he pitched a gem. So he did. He did. No, and, I, was, uh, I was very impressed. And even that yeah. that uh, reliever that came in, um, what's his name? I know who you're talking about. Like yeah, Frazier esque. He had, the, he had the flow. Yeah, and... I know. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I was like. But yes, uh, he pitched very well. Uh, Tyone has been picking it up very well. He, uh, he, has. Didn't, get, he didn't get the win yesterday, but no, he, technically he didn't. Technically he didn't, but he's been picking it up. Yep. So, and Cole. Well, so Cole's only going to miss one more start. He technically is going to miss um, game one in Seattle, and okay. then and then he's eligible to come back. All right. So that wasn't that wasn't worst case scenario didn't happen. We we won the game. We've won two of the last three and five of the last nine. So, yeah. And they've been on the back end of this kind of homestand. Uh, well, yeah, the homestand. And then we swept the Marlins. So well, there's, there's a bunch right there. So even taking two out of three from Seattle would be ideal. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. Right. But um, yeah. overall, I'm happy. Biggest surprise trade for you, though, at the deadline altogether in Major League Baseball. Biggest surprise? I'm going to say the biggest surprise, the trade that didn't happen. The trade that didn't happen? Okay. And that that's a, the trade that I say that didn't happen is this one particular player because his name was all over trade rumors. We heard of, like, obviously he was rumored to come to the Yankees. You now know who I'm talking about. And that's yeah, Trevor Story. Trevor Story. And there was an interesting, I think Sherman said it. I I let's see if I can find the exact uh, look look for it now, but it was something about that the Yankees did put an offer for him, and they were discussing it, and they were going to move the infield around should the trade have gone through, but obviously the trade did not. So, and then they trade for Rizzo, which I think someone said like a different way to skin the cat, which is a weird phrase. I'm going to be honest but it was something along those lines. And then now, uh, apparently, Story was unhappy with the trade, with the way the trade deadline went. He reportedly took himself out of the lineup one game. And uh, he he has said that he was confused. He... I think he really, in his heart of hearts, wanted to be traded to contender. And I, the Rockies, I think, asked for too much or maybe teams offered too little. I, I'm guessing that. Teams I'm, offered too little? I think teams offered too little because they signed – I feel like they saw him a lot like they saw Rizzo as a potential rental and weren't sure of a long-term signing um, yeah. and how that would play out. Yeah. So depending on how people's farm systems stack up, you don't want to give away your future – 
for a guy who's going to be on your team for three months. Yeah. So, I know, yeah, Rizzo was only traded for two prospects, but I think one of them was a top 10. One of them was. And, and you know what? The way he's playing, potentially, I think they, re- I think they I, could resign him, man. I think go for it. I if, think. I think, if, I think if the Cubs don't make a legitimate push to get him back, I think the Yankees are in the best position, especially yeah. if we make a late playoff run. Well, I don't think the Cubs will go for it because they also traded Chris Bryant and. and I, uh, well, that's my and point. Ba- they, 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 they sold. They, they did got, sell. They, they, they have a great, at least on paper, a relatively good farm system right now in terms of how they set themselves up for the future, you know, and, and then in probably one to two years, similar to the Rockies, once they continue building their prospects up, yeah. some, of, some of their top tier teams will be better. But when you're in the rebuilding process, you're going to be bad. So yeah. that's why the Cubs are in a position where they, 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 they felt like selling made sense right yeah. now. Like literally they gave away everyone. They Chris did, Bryant, yeah. by Javi Baez, uh, Andy, uh, Anthony Rizzo, and yeah. uh, a couple other guys as well and pitchers. And, uh, but their farm system is looking pretty yeah. decent right now. Yeah. They're doing the same thing. The pirates did a couple of years ago where they finally sold, like yep. the pirates are still a year or so off. Uh, yeah. About a year. I think too. But like, like when they traded, like Cole to Houston, they traded Tyone to the Yankees. They traded Fra- Frazier to uh, the Padres, I think. Padres, yeah, Padres. I, think, I think so. Yeah, but like all the trades they made, they did refuel their pro- their prospect pools. Like we like we see their Double A team in Hartford, Altoona come. Yep, and they're good. They are Altoona. Are. Oh, that's not Altoona. I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking of a different team. Reading sucks. Well, Oh yeah, Reading Reading is, I was uh, thinking Reading for some reason. Those are the Phillies. Phillies. The other the other uh, Pennsylvania team, but uh, but like we see them play. Like it's interesting. Like yeah, we're we work for a Double A ballpark, so it's kind of that's always kind of a gray area. Because one year the team could be really good, but the next year the team could be just mediocre, or in our case, New York goes outright bad. Last place. We I had a feeling, but uh. So, but yeah, like, uh, so the Cubs just said, like, they were like, they needed, they needed to sell at some point, and they chose now because, like, you said, Rizzo was a free agent. I think I'm not sure about the contracts for Brian and Baez, but like, he says, like, I could, like, not trade Rizzo, and he could have walked away for nothing, which makes sense. Like, now you've got like a high. Uh, a top 10 prospect from the Yankees. And I think the other guys, I think 15, I, I don't know his, the other, the other. It's top 20. Top 20. When in hindsight, so. you couldn't just, yeah, like you get two very good prospects and the other option was, okay, I'm just going to keep him. And then he just walks away for nothing. Right. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we'll keep updating you as the, as the weeks go on. Big yeah. series, big series with the Mariners coming up. We'll we'll, yeah. give a, we'll give a recap of that series next week, um, yeah, or or late over the weekend if we can find time. Um, we're also going to dive way more into, and we're going to discuss briefly, kind of the, the the Jets and the beginning of camp in a minute. But um, look out for more specifics as we approach. Literally, the last Sunday was yes. Uh, what's today? Today's Thursday. Um, last Sunday was the last Sunday without football. Until February, uh, oh yeah, preseason, oh yeah, training camp, and you know the Jets and the Giants square off at MetLife next Sunday. <laughs> so we're definitely inching closer to football season. 
Um, So expect a lot of football content coming up. Um, Both Harrison and I are Jets fans. So we're going to obviously focus on most of the NFL, but we're going to, we're going to definitely headline the Jets um, heavy handedly just because that's who our, our fandom is uh, for, but yeah. So um, uh, any Jets news on your end or any, any final Yankee news, but to wrap that up before we dive into the training camp a little bit. Yeah, I've been reading reports about the Jets training camp. Uh, I, I'm not sure if Zach Wills, Zach Wills was signed when we last talked, but he signed, like, I think, like, two days later. He signed that next day. I like, remember. that next day. Like, training camp started next day he signed. Uh, and we're not going to discuss that, I think. Uh, but uh, apparent, everything I've read about tra- training camp, he loves Elijah Moore and Corey Davis. Yep. He loves them. And – that's actually a good sign because I don't recall like when, when Darnold was here, you can make the argument for uh, coaching and player development when Dar- Darnold was in New York. But there was no report saying, oh, like he loves like Jameson Crowder or he loves – like he re- I think he re- actually did have a good connection with Robbie Anderson. With Robbie, yeah. Yeah, and now their teammates again in Carolina. Yep. So – and speaking of like, which, yeah, now, but, now, now there's apparently alleged reports, sorry to cut you off, that um, the Carolina Panthers are behind closed doors potentially interested in Deshaun Watson hmm. bringing him in. But that, that's just one I've, – I've only heard one report of that, but it's being talked about. I was being talked about on the Pat McAfee show, and, um, and so it's definitely something to not – you know, yeah. uh, I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to obsess over it. Cause I, it's highly yeah. unlikely, but um, yeah. That, if also if I were you, if that were true, I wouldn't want Sam Darnold hearing that. Yeah. Cause if he's, if he's your starting quarterback, regardless of what yeah. happens, that's just not a good look either. Yeah. But. And then he just feels like you traded for me. And now I hear this, like, yeah, it would be, that would be a very big punch in the gut. hundred percent. Yeah. But uh, how do you and, feel and, about But yeah. Yeah. But it's also interesting watching the, the Jets uh, and, like, their social media is because you see all the players, like, running to the fans. Like, they're, like, excited, trying to get them pumped up and energized. And they love it. Like, uh, Michael Carter, the running back. Yeah, out of UNC. Also, out of UNC. He's been pretty Yeah, remember, decent. you have to specify because leave it up to the Jets <laughs> to draft the same player twice. Yeah. Which is hilarious. I love it. But uh, – but like they, they seem very energized. There hasn't been like yeah, there's scuffles, but every team has that. As opposed to the Giants, who pre- pre- Giants had a pretty the big whole one. Bra where Daniel Jones of the last person you wanted ended up on the bottom of the bottom. bottom. I want to know how that happened mm-hmm. because apparently it started like Ingram, Clement, and like Ryan, like a bunch of other people, like and he was away from it. And then all of a sudden you well, hear he's on the bottom. Just he was, he was like, I, I got, I wanted to break it up because um, I'm, you know, I don't know. I forget what he said, but it did not sound very bright on his part. I, I he, think he, he just, he, I think he was just, he, he just did a spur of the moment. He's like, oh shit, I have to stop this. And he ends up on the bottom. Right. And then the Joe judge made them run sprints the entire time. He was cursing at them. But then like the next day they were all like kind of joking, laughing about it. And like, yeah, like they owned up to it. And yeah, that happened. I think they kind of saw like just running back for saying, okay, like we're not, this isn't going to fly anymore. And they all owned up to it. So I'll give them that. Like people have been saying that Joe Judge is not a great head coach. Granted, this is year two for him. Right. So, and also he kind of had, he had a 
quite frankly, a bad team last year. Right, yeah. They complained that they didn't make the playoffs because of the Eagles. You went 6-10. and 10. <laughs> That's right. why you didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but e- either way, uh, but like as opposed to the Giants, because uh, I can have a little side for the Giants because my, gi- my dad is a Giants fan. Uh, so, yeah, like outside of that, they seem to uh, kind of owned up to the fight and kind of move past it. Where the Jets, you haven't heard any problems. Yes, scuffles here and there. But other than that, it's fine. But before we leave on Jets news, I, there was that. Uh, thankfully, this is not as bad as uh, it sounded Clark. with uh, Cameron Clark. Yep. Uh, going down, being placed onto a uh, uh, a stretcher, stretcher being taken stretcher being taken to the hospital. Seen that. Uh, yep. I read the practice was ended. They, right they did halt it. Yep. They halted they it right it. at that. They didn't continue it. Uh, and then the next day. Uh, it's it's he seems fine. He's I uh, I don't know where he is where he stands right now. Whether he's uh, has been discharged, he left the hospital. Or he's still there, but uh, he seems fine. He seems in good spirits. So that's considering what I, I happened. Heard, I heard he got feeling back. So there's yeah, no, feeling there's, back. There's, there's yeah, no, there's no paralysis. All right, good. Thank, thankfully. but like yeah, thankfully, like it's a they could that that's a moment where you look and just you. You don't like. Thankfully, the worst case scenario did not happen. Did not happen. Yep, I completely agree. So, like, I, do I expect him to play this year? I think it's that's a big question mark that he may not even want to think about right now, yeah, or the team themselves. But yeah. thankfully, he he has feeling back. He's doing well, and we hope that he continues to get well and better soon. Of course. Yeah, hundred um, percent. If he was on any other team, I'd be saying the same thing. But um, but yeah. So you know, as we get closer here, we're gonna obviously get way more into specifics, um, and certain episodes are gonna be dedicated to specific stories, and we're not gonna do as much rambling, um, or at least random rambling. But we um, <laughs> we will have set in stone specifics on episodes so that we can cater and be more yeah. um, be more particular with the info we give you guys. Um, but you know, any, any ideas or topics or directions you think we, you know, should potentially dive into, let us know. Um, these are still being, because I had to upload the first three episodes up at once. They got backlogged with Spotify. So just give it a little bit more time and then they'll all be on there. Um, and they should all be on the Facebook page as well. Um, fully uploaded as soon as I get the email co- uh, confirmation. So any, any, any day now, um, okay. any day now, and I'll let you know, Harrison, so that we can show our friends and family and all that good yeah. stuff. But, uh, thanks for being patient guys. We've already, we've already done a few episodes now. So, um, be prepared for the gauntlet of, uh, of, um, content being thrown at you at once. So I apologize for that, but just kind of how it worked out. Um, yeah, look out for some also a potential guests coming down the stretch here to talk to talk football. Um, one of my really good friends is a Bills fan, and he, he really wants to talk um, the Bills outlook for the year. So I told him he can come on anytime. So look out for that, as well as the UConn kicker. We're still trying to work on a, um, um, a tentative date because his season starts in about three weeks as well. Uh, yeah. their, their first game, they're going to Fresno State. Um, haven't played in just about two years. So it yeah. should be, they should, they that, should that's going to uh, be a very interesting year for them. 
It is. Most college football, like UConn, I think was the first big, bigger school, right? Bigger school to say they were just outright not playing. Not playing. Yep. I don't. I don't know how many said that later. Well, right. A lot said it, but that UConn was the only one that stuck to their stuck to it. Yeah. So. It was interesting because I think in uh, there there was I think when the college football season ended, all the schools that said, "Oh, we're going to delay it," were playing like in the spring and the, the summer, spring. which yep. which I which I was watching. I was like, I was watching like two random schools from like like some random school in Texas playing some random school in like Arkansas. Yep, and, but like they didn't care. Like they weren't playing for anything. They just wanted to play. Yeah, right. So for sure. It will so, be an interesting – and now we're actually speaking of college football, not that we're going to continue rambling it, but uh, I think it was the two schools – correct me around the schools, I think it's Oklahoma and Texas leaving for the SEC. Yep, that's I, – I, I wanted to dedicate almost a whole episode to yeah. that. So we will well, – I want to dive into that actually soon. So that could be one okay. – that could be an episode soon because I am very – there's a lot on that matter that – yeah, I would like and not just discuss. that with college football, not just with that, but there's other college football news, obviously yeah. with the Supreme Court basically giving the middle finger to the NCAA. Essentially, yeah. Essentially, so, and that's more beyond college football. Yes. But there's a lot to talk about there, which, like you said, will be probably, which I think uh, for a, a specific episode later yeah. on. Yeah, 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 for sure. But all right. Um, any closing thoughts before uh, before we wrap this one up? Yeah. Uh, thank you for watching. Obviously, like I actually wore the Yankee hat today. You did without actually yeah. being embarrassed, considering the few times we did this, the Yankees were kind of not doing so well. Yeah. But obviously, like if they keep doing like this, we're fair for our stubbornness and Yankee fandom. They kind of start to emerge yep no <laughs> it, it should be an interesting stretch for sure with about a month and a half left to go yep so uh we'll keep you guys in the loop on uh baseball and football news and any other big sports news for that matter um and any guests that um can come on in the next few days to weeks we will be sure to notify people in advance and uh um of who those guests will be so, uh, yeah, yeah, to just kind of uh, piggyback off what Harrison said, thank you for listening. Again, like I said, I know very few, if any, have heard any of the content thus far just because of the uploading, um, the uploading issues I've had. So as soon as everything does come out, I do appreciate you guys listening. <laughs> so I say that present tense because I hope that you guys will do that. Um, and then as we get onto a more um, consistent schedule here as – you know, playoff baseball emerges. And as football begins, <coughs> Whew. Um, thank you. We will be sure to keep you guys well-informed um, and up to date on the sports world. Um, yeah. So thank you again. And um, again, look for us on Spotify, the Facebook page as well. Um, so we'll, we'll be sharing that on both of our personal pages as well. And not sure if we're going to create an Instagram account yet, kind of just getting our foot running here. Um but yeah, plan to see yeah. a bunch of videos very soon. So appreciate it, guys. See and you later. Yep. Take care.